I can't, I, I can't actually see anybody, which is a bit disappointing. I can't see anybody. I can't see anybody. We're on audio, I think. You, you might want to see me. I've only, I've only got my pants on. We started a cricket podcast, did two episodes, and now there's no cricket for quite a, uh, a few weeks at least. So, not the, the ideal start, but we're going to do one anyway and have a chat about what's gone on. Um, both locally with with Tony and just all around the world, we've got Tony Palladino with us as, as always. How are you doing, Tony? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. Uh, hello, everyone. How's it? How's it been for you with the uh, the lack of cricket? Obviously, you had what two weeks for pre-season, then it's all come grand into a halt. Yeah. Um, well, yes. Also, with the with the podcast, great timing as usual from me there with with, with trying to start up a cricket podcast. Um, Really good to have uh, Dave Fletcher from uh, BBC Radio Derby, the voice of Derbyshire cricket. Um, welcome, Fletch. Good to have you uh, have you here for this episode. Cheers, Dave. It must be like the T20 for you. This is it with no cricket. Well, yeah. Except this could this could be a lot longer, which is a bit disappointing. <laughs> yeah, quite. Um, yeah, my my, my timeshare in Devon went you know normal middle of the summer. Uh, I can't go there now. So uh, yeah, it's. Uh, it's, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure it's fully sunk in yet, if I'm being honest. Um, and I'm sure it will at some point hit me like a ton of bricks. But yeah, it's all—it's just unprecedented, isn't it? Really, when we're we're pretty much living living a, a historical event here with with everything that's happening. And uh, I just sort of, sort of praying that everything uh, everything works out, and um, you know, not 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 too many people are affected by it. But um, by the looks of things, I think it's. Um, it's hitting a lot of people very hard. What's the latest? I'll bring you in a minute, Fletch. Just quickly, with Tony, what's the latest? Do, do you know at this point? And then I'll let you and you and Fletch discuss it. You're the cricket experts, but do, what's the latest you know at this point with regarding the cricket season? Well, the first first two months are, are, are definitely um, done and dusted. Yeah, I mean that, that's the ECB have come out and said that. Um, other than that, we've just heard it's it, it's basically going to be sort of. You know, seeing how this situation and uh, and everything kind of develops, really, and if if you know we we get a hold of of this virus and, and kind of stop the spread or slow the spread of it, then there might be some chance of cricket. But uh, I, I if I had to if I had to be a betting man, I, I really can't see much cricket being played this summer. Um, you know, professionally or or, or or amateur cricket, it's it's quite scary, really. I mean, the, I, I'm almost certain there won't be any red ball cricket. Because I just think there won't be, you know, we've already been told that they're prioritising the white ball competitions, and I think, you know, rightly so in terms of, you know, the keeping uh, the competitions that make the most money. Um, you know, if, if if we are going to sort of, sort of the professional game is going to survive this um, and come out the other side, then I think you have to sort of make some sacrifices for a year and. Um, I think that's what they've decided to do, which which I don't disagree with. It's a shame, you know. I, I mean, I'm predominantly a Red Bull player. Um, I might have played a few more 50 over games this year with with our squad. A few guys going to the hundred, but you know, it's looking it's looking likely that I, I'm, I'll be I'll be quite fresh this year. So uh, it's uh, yeah, it's it's that's that's basically all we've heard. But other than that, we've not we've not had much more information. Um, you know, the ECB, the PCA. Are doing great things and trying to work as best they can, but it's yeah, it's it's. I think literally, it's just seeing how how the situation develops. Really, how has it been for you, Fletch? Obviously, you'd be gearing up now for the busiest time of the year and probably your favourite time of the year. 
Has it hit you yet? Yeah. Um, yes, yes. I mean, obviously, the, the main thing is the health of everybody throughout the world because it's affecting everybody throughout the world now. That, but if we're mm. going to concentrate on just cricket, Tony's right. They, they are going to uh, to go with the white ball cricket first. Um, the, the main thing for the, the 18 counties will be that there are still 18 counties whenever it restarts, for me. Derbyshire seemed to be in a relatively healthy position. We've heard Ryan Duckett uh, in the past week or so talking about the £400,000 surplus and that kind of thing, and, and he was on the radio today again saying, you know, they were in a relatively healthy position, but they still need some cricket. They still need the ability to, to rent out the facilities at the, at the county ground to get that income uh, to keep the club going, which is which is going to be very difficult, certainly in the short to medium term, and who knows, I'm no expert, clearly, uh, into the long term as well. And that, that's the thing that, that that's, the, that's the most, <laughs> it's the most unnerving thing for me, is that, that you look out and everywhere is quiet, and there's no indication, and nobody can give you an indication of how long this is going to last. Mm. And that, that really, really is, it's like being on a, it's like watching a, a Netflix box set, isn't it? Not knowing what's going to happen in the next episode. You have no idea what's going to happen. And, and that, I find that very unsettling indeed. Exactly what I, I, I agree, Fletch. It's, it's, this is, you know, I'm seeing, I, you know, I dropped my wife off to, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, follow the government guidelines at the moment. I mean, I'm, un, I'm only leaving the, the house to to do some shopping once in a while or drop my wife off and that you know there's no contact with anyone else when I do that but she she works at the NHS so she's she's having to go in every day um and you know normally when we're driving in there's cars on the road and and, and at the moment you know there's very very few cars on the road it's it's hardly any traffic and 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 I I completely uh, I I actually I feel better seeing that because at least people are kind of or more people are, tr- are trying to follow the guidelines, but it's quite scary how many people aren't taking this seriously and, and kind of just, you know, I'm, I'm seeing pictures of, at the weekend of a lot of people gathering and close to each other and, and, and really not taking it seriously. And, and if you think that, this, you know, the state of things in Italy at the moment, you know, they're, that's us in a few weeks, basically. You know, they're a few weeks more advanced than us. And if we don't sort of look at this now seriously, you know, people take responsibility for their actions, then this is going to be, it, it, it got, you don't know how long it could stretch on for. Um, and, and, and I agree, mate, it is scary times. The thing is that everybody, everybody's in the same boat. I mean, all sports are in the same boat now. Everything bar the A-League in Australia, bizarrely, which I don't think many people watched in any case. But no. <laughs> that, that's about the only thing that's still going. Even the NRL's packed in. And they were desperately, desperately trying to cling on to try and get some revenue from TV money. This summer was going to be the big cash cow as far as cricket was concerned. The start of the 100 which is why they will prioritise white ball cricket because they'll be desperate to get that on. But uh, I heard Jonathan Agnew talking about it at the weekend and he was saying it, it, the whole point of the 100 is to get people in to watch cricket. Mm. So they can't play that behind closed doors. And if they're not going to push for that to be played, I can't see anything being played. If you go back to September, this is, I, was, I was thinking about this earlier, if you go back to September 2019 with everything that happened with English cricket last year, you come into this year as world champions. You've had that brilliant Stokes innings in the Ashes. 
all these young cricket fans the introduction of the 100 and the sad thing for me as a cricket fan is that's all just come to a grinding halt so th- there has to be what, whatever happens even if it is playing championship games or there has to be something for them young even if it's a month of cricket in September there has to be something this season I can't I mean obviously if it's safe to do so I just I think it'd just be incredibly sad if, oh. if, the, if we went from that to, to absolutely nothing well I think potentially there could be um, some games, you know, or competitions played behind closed doors and just with 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 TV, um, so people could actually watch some live sport. But again, it's 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 if it's safe, if if it's not going to compromise anything, then I think that you know that could be a possibility. But like we say, this is literally we're we're living every day as it goes because it, you don't know how this. I mean. Um, amazingly, this is what's happened the last few weeks. I mean, we were a couple of weeks ago. We were flying off to Zim, getting ready for a county season. I, I didn't have any of these thoughts in mind. We, we were told that you know, wash your hands, be extra vigilant, and things like that. And you know, but it's nothing really to, to worry about. You know, just kind of didn't didn't ever think that anything like this was going to happen. You know. A little, a little under two weeks later, you know, we'd be flying back from a tour um, with such concerns that we might not get back in the country. You know, that that was um, one of the biggest things while we were away. A lot of the guys weren't so much worried that, oh, I'm going to catch coronavirus while I'm away. It was more the fact that, you know, we might not get back into the country. That was the scary thing. We were hearing borders were being shut and... and I mean, my wife's Polish, and she was telling me on the phone when I was out in Zim that you know Poland was on, was in pretty much lockdown, and how you know there was fines being imposed if people didn't didn't adhere to them, and how, how quick how quickly it's escalated it is is unbelievable. You're driving down the road to the shop yeah. today, and you're thinking somebody's going to walk out of the next side street with their arms out in front of them and a pickaxe in one of them. And, and uh, this, this is, this is no fun at all. I want to go for a pint of milk and a, anyway. Yeah. Um, I'd have been yeah. Honest, that's a regular occurrence. <laughs> <laughs> I know, what, I know what you're saying, Tony, about, uh, about behind closed doors. Uh, Gary Neville, different sport, obviously, but, but somebody who's had a, quite a voice, uh, during the current crisis, what we're giving his hotel over to the NHS workers and mm. that kind of thing, and he, he seems to be on the side of the people rather than yeah, the, uh, fantastic gesture the, that. The establishment. Absolutely, he was he was talking this morning about behind closed doors, and he's been against it for a while, and, and nothing to do with atmosphere or anything like that. And we've had all the jibes. Cricket is so used to having all the jibes about behind closed doors and all the rest of it, uh, and it probably wouldn't wouldn't affect cricket as much. But he's talking about. If you play games behind closed doors, and we've seen it, we saw it at Paris Saint-Germain the other night, nobody's allowed into the ground, but the fans all go to the ground and congregate together outside. That's the only way I'll say What they're trying trying to avoid. And and, and there's only probably Surrey and and one or two other clubs in cricket who who would perhaps have people congregating outside for even a a T20 match. But Mm. I think that would... And it's the resources it takes away... NHS and policing and that kind of you know everything that it takes away from yeah. other areas that are more important and, and that's why I think it's going to have to be either contained or they're going to have to get on top of it and goodness knows when that'll be before they even allow sport before any sport the, the first sport to come back is going to be brave if they break ranks I think there's going to be some coalition of all the sporting bodies eventually and they'll all get together with the talking today aren't they about the Olympics and everyone now. agrees sort of thing yeah. Every, yeah I think everybody's going to have to agree 
I mean, in terms of the, the I mean, the ECB, I've I've heard a few, I've read a few reports about that the ECB are in a in a good financial stake where they've got. I think I read somewhere that they've got something like fifty million in reserve, like in a reserve fund that that they could use to help clubs. Is that is that accurate, or am I? Is that sort of has someone been making that up, or do you, I don't know if you um, know anything about that, Fletch? Or what I've heard about that is that yes, there was there was a fairly decent reserve there, but it. it a lot of it was spent uh, on the setting up and the promotion and that kind of thing of the hundred. Now, if that doesn't go ahead, presumably, presumably that money will a lot a, a large amount of that money will still be there. Mm. But they'll want to spend that future years, and then of course they may well because the whole thing about broadcasting rights is you Sky Television are contracted or pay a contract for X number of days of live cricket. Yeah. And if there's none, they'd be perfectly within their rights, as people are doing now by suspending their Sky subscriptions because there's no sport on the Sky mm. Sports channels. Then Sky Sports could turn around and say, well, if you're not providing us with X amount of cricket, we're not paying you. And that's when the whole domino effect starts, isn't it, really? Then they withdraw that, so the clubs have to dig deep and all the rest of it, and pff, that's when it gets a little unpleasant. So it's worrying times. Mm, definitely. I mean, it, like you say, Obviously, we've had come out in the press that we're, we're in. We've made a good profit, and we're in a in a decent financial state. But you know, you don't know how how many other counties are actually have some 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 money in reserve. You know, should the worst happen, and, and there's no you know worst case, there's no cricket at all this 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 summer. I mean, can do you, can you see some some counties going under? I mean, is that a possibility? Do you think? I think so. I think, I think Derbyshire are fortunate that Hardis isn't on the books anymore. <laughs> yeah, that'll, save a, that, that'll save a few quid. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if Hardis listens to the podcast. But from, I'm, from I, what I, I can he, listen, he can listen to anybody, does he? <laughs> like all cricketers, he was absolutely fantastic. Uh, always willing to talk, no matter what had happened, whether it was, had gone right or gone wrong. So, uh, Hardis, I'm only joking. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah well, you the fact that there are only 18 full-time professional clubs means that the economy's the economy of cricket is, is a lot smaller than a lot of other sports, mm. a lot of other full-time professional sports, um, and certainly nothing like the disaster that's about to befall f- uh, professional football. You wouldn't imagine where the very rich clubs in, in the top 20, 25. Uh, almost certainly, I would have thought if this goes on for any prolonged period of time, going to break away from the rest and just let them drift away, because mm. it's all about self-preservation. Whereas cricket hasn't really been about self-preservation. Otherwise, clubs would have gone to the wall in the past as well. I think, and I, the fact that there are only eighteen—if you have fewer than that—and you could have fewer than that—as I think. Um, some people in authority might quite fancy, given that there are only eight teams in this new competition, but. I think 18's a, 18's a good number, and they'll be they'll be uh, they'll be very keen to make sure that all of them survive. It, it, yeah. You've got to remember. Got to remember. It's not just the it's not just the playing side of it as as well, though, is it? You know, all the all the peripheral things that go along, all the staff who work in the office, and uh, then they put on things at the ground when there's no cricket on, so that gives other people a chance to to boost their. Well, um, yeah, we had we was it Michael Bublé was playing this year, wasn't he? And obviously, that's you know. Or whether they've cancelled it already, but I, I, I can't see that, you know, going forward. So, I think the buble is still coming as we speak. Really? But, yeah. but, but, but I imagine watch, at some point. Watch, watch uh, this yeah. space. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would be a shame. Although I didn't actually manage to get a ticket, so uh, I think I'm, I think I was supposed to be in Taunton. Was it, are we in Taunton the day after or the day before or something? I can't remember now. Uh, uh, I know we were. Yeah, we weren't in. Yeah, we weren't in Derby um, yeah. for for that concert. I know that for sure because I, I did check. Um, not not a fan <laughs> of the of the Buble Fledge. <laughs> no, I know he's not on my iPod. <laughs> I've seen worse than you, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about you? What about you, Blake? Are you are you, are you a Buble fan? Down, down uh, the local, get him on the jukebox, and I can take him. I can take him for about four weeks between about November the twenty fifth and, and December the twenty sixth each year, and then the rest of the year. Now I do. Yeah, I must say I do bash out his uh, his Christmas album a lot um, at that time of year. I do. I do enjoy that, but that's a, that's about it. I don't really listen to much of his other stuff. I did read an article earlier about other things that cricket clubs could be doing, like opening the grounds up to be like open air parks where people can keep distances and open air cinemas as long as people keep the the suitable distances apart. So that again, Derbyshire can look at doing other things apart from cricket to to mm. kind of raise a bit revenue as long as they keep to whatever government guidelines are around at the time. If they're relaxed, we can do a little bit more. But that's something, and they've got a brilliant marketing team at, at Derbyshire, obviously, to get these people. So that's a, a line that Derbyshire will go down as well. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot, of, a lot of businesses are trying to sort of look at ways where they can, you know, stay afloat in the in in what's happening and 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 that. But I think at the moment, well, in my opinion, the the, the government are putting a lot of trust in in the public to to stay apart, and I don't think it's actually working. You know, it's I think people aren't aren't staying. You know, that that, that this this social distancing isn't doesn't seem to be you know. With enough people, doesn't seem to be coming in. So, I think they, they, I wouldn't be surprised if something, you know, more concrete is is announced soon. I don't know, I don't know what you think, Fletch, but I, I can see that happening soon, where there is something, you know, some sort of legislation come in, where the government basically says yeah. it's, yeah. I think I think you're right to I think you're right to and even I don't know how quick uh, Blake is on the technology to get this up and online. Even by the time people start listening to this, there might be even more yeah. legislation because it's happening so quickly, isn't it? Every single day you you turn the television on at five o'clock to see what the latest announcement is, and and, and there's always something you can, a sort of sharp intake of breath every single evening as to. Mm. Mm. And then you read what's happening in, in Italy. I saw a post from somebody who not long got back from Spain uh, and the, the measures that are in place there. I've read a piece with the, the coach of the Catalan Dragons down in France. I, obviously, rugby league, one of my other my other passions in sport. Uh, and he was saying that if you're in the car and you haven't got the relevant piece of paper, uh, you can be fined 35 euros. And if you do it twice, it goes up to about 500. So that kind of thing to stop people from mixing because that's the only way mm. it's it's going to be they're going to keep on top of it really because if you don't it is literally it's going to be you know it's it's rubbish having to stay at home and be isolated and, and not being able to do what you want to do but at the end of the day the, the longer people don't take this seriously the longer that is going to be and yeah. the, the longer you are going to be in isolation and, and the more lives that are going to be lost because of just you know stupidity and selfishness just from from going out and thinking no it won't it won't happen to me or or whatever and it's 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 a little bit scary you know just seeing some of those pictures i mean it's you just have to look at what's happening in other countries like i said that are down further down the line than us and the amount of deaths you know each day they just it's just more and more people and and 
if if you're not taking this seriously now, then you know what 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 does it have to take to to take it seriously? Yeah. So, and I'm hopeful that the the government do 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 something like that. And like we say, you know, we we're going to miss sport, and we and we're we're all you know I'm absolutely hanging to to have a bowl and and that. But like you say, there is a much much bigger picture here um, with what is happening, and we just need to make sure that you know we. We save as many as many lives as possible, and 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 people in vulnerable situations. You know, we've got to try and protect them as much as we can as well. Because at the moment, yeah. it just doesn't seem like we are. I'm I'm going soft as well. I've started to watch that um, the test on Prime. Uh, yeah, I've um, a couple of episodes of that. It's just very good. I'm yeah. just, I'm start. I'm starting to feel sorry for them, though. I can't. I'm, I'm feeling sorry for the Aussies. Feeling no. sorry for the Aussie. Yeah, emotion, yeah. Time flat. Emotional time. Uh, I, <laughs> wait till we get to other... episode four. I'm in tears uh, for the lads. I, I'm, I'm right. I'm right behind them, but they, they just can't seem to turn it round. It's a real yeah, shame. I don't, I, thought... I, don't think ever, I don't think I'll ever feel sorry for them because I, I grew up watching them absolutely demolish us for many yeah. years. Um, so, yeah, to, to to watch them on the receiving end of a little bit of, uh, it, 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 I don't mind too much, but it's a brilliant watch. Just just a great yeah, insight into into you know a, a, an elite sort of camp and, and and watching how they go about things. And um, I, I played I'm against Justin Langerty. Sorry, because you, you you'll have played with him, obviously. I'm loving Usman Khawaja. Uh, who is who's very vocal? He's very much his own man. I think um, that's one of the things that Justin Langer said about him in one of the early episodes. And when you get deeper into it, he really does step up to the plate. As far as being a, a, a mouthpiece for the uh, for the rest of the squad, it's fascinating to see. But he, he knows his own mind, the lad. And uh, yeah, it was, he was great. It was, it was great when he came down to Derby. Uzi's a, a cracking lad and, and a very intelligent guy, very articulate, and he and he, he fit. When, when he played for us, he fit in brilliantly. Um, you know, very dry sense of humour as well. Great, sort of good, loved the loved the practical joke, and uh, he he was very good with with, with stuff like that. And, and obviously a, a very very good player as well. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying that. I mean, I, I've, I've played against Justin Langer a, a couple of times. Never really had much to do with him, but I could just tell, you know, the way he carries himself, and you know, I think. When they hired him to be the coach, it was perfect timing, the, the perfect guy for the job. And you can see, you know, what he was, he was literally just trying to build that reputation back up, which, he, you know, he's seemingly done. Um, and I'm, I'm enjoying watching sort of how he's gone about his, his business in that. Cause I think, you know, as uh, hopefully when I finish playing, I'd love to be, uh, to, to be a coach and just watching how different coaches, especially at the elite level, go about their business. Um, it, it's 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 a great learning experience as well as 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 an enjoyable watch. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to to cracking through a few more of those episodes. Oh, there's only seven or eight though. It's not going to keep us going all the way through. Nah, it's that. not. Man. So we have to find something else. Well, I'm hearing a lot of people trying. To, they want the they want the Ashes 05 on on Channel Four, or people are, they're trying to get retweets and. To, for, for Channel Four to put the the whole of the Ashes O five, incredible. <laughs> so that, that'll take that'll take a few, but I think I've got that. I think I've got the DVD box set of that anyway. So, um, well, you do, yeah. well, you know, to keep yourself entertained, are you trying to keep fit as much as you can. Yeah, well, I'm, we're trying to. Yeah, our, obviously, we're not having any contact with the lads or with at the ground or anything like that with the coaches. Um, so, I mean, there's no cricket going on, but you know, we're trying to. Few of us have joined this Strava app where it tracks you running, and, and a few of us are trying to, 
You know, as my, I, I'm not. A, a, I, I like bowling all day. I don't like running though. That's that's a, a much different activity. But yeah, we've been we've been our um, our strength and conditioning coach is putting on videos on WhatsApp group and showing us. You know, he's giving us programs to do. You know, sort of two or three days at a time and and um, doing what he can, which is brilliant. Um, Johnny Norris, good big shout out to him. Um, and yeah, basically that is all we're doing at the moment. It's just trying to just to keep fit. You know, stay safe and and do the right thing. And you know, I've been for a couple of runs, um, you know, in the last few days, and it, you know, being very vigilant in trying to. When I am running, I'm not not sort of going out in, in groups or anything like that, and we're, we're all running on our own. But it, it's yeah, it's you, you kind of. It's amazing how much more heightened you are when you when you do venture outside. You hear a cough and you're like, oh bloody hell, and you and it's and you and you're scared to almost cough. <laughs> in public yourself because you think mm. like god i don't want it, don't want anyone looking at me here thinking and you know I'm, um obviously I've, i've mentioned my wife works for the nhs there's this hour that a lot of the supermarkets are doing where you can go shopping an hour before but uh, her friend did that the other day and she said it was absolutely you know ramo like there was still a huge crowd of people close to each other so that wasn't really you know doing <laughs> that wasn't really working You know the, the the people on the front line, you know the nurses and the doctors, are always trying to get their food, and and even when they've tried to do something to help them, it's still really not, um, you know, no good. So it's it's and and you know some of the people who are stockpiling this food, and 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 I can, I can understand people are worried and scared, and it's unprecedented times, but this is when when really you, you need to be trying to think a little bit clearer and, and realizing that you know it's, it's not just You know, why, why do you need six bags of pasta? You know, I, said, I, I was shopping, did a shop last week, and I saw someone literally with so much pasta. I was thinking, where are they putting that? It was literally trolley <laughs> full of pasta, rice, tin tomatoes. And I was thinking, like, what, you know, what, who are you cooking for here? And it was just a matter, like, there was literally the cut. The, I, I was there just after nine in the morning, so they've just re restocked. And literally all the, most of the pasta had gone. There was no hardly any meat or anything like that. And it's, it's have really eye-opening. Had you been in? Have I been in to the shop? No, you've been in and done that shop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. I don't see. I don't eat pasta. People in, in my house do. I've never really understood it. Um, but people in <laughs> people in my house do eat pasta, uh, and I, I haven't seen a I haven't seen a twist for weeks now. Uh, it, it, to be perfectly honest, I haven't missed it. I haven't missed it. When I went to the shops this morning, I sent to my lad. I said, "If I should I get you anything?" He said, "See if there's any pies." I brought him up right. Well, that's that's literally all, all I'm trying to do at the moment is trying to, whenever I cook, try and cook something that lasts a couple of days, two or three days. You know, I made a, I made a chicken and mushroom pie on uh, on Friday, and that lasts three days. You know, it was a massive big pie, and I'm just trying to literally do stuff like that where you can, you know, you cook something that's going to last you, so I don't have to keep going, you know, back and forth from 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 the shops and. Um, Rather than sort of having to go there, sort of you know once or twice a week, it's it's yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it, this is going to this is going to test my chef skills. I think this uh, this next few 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 months. So uh, a YouTube videos coming on here, do you know? Mm, yeah, I'm not. I've got I've got a few I've got a few decent ones in the locker, but I'll, I'll make some good meatballs. I've 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 made them uh, I made them yesterday, so. Uh, We've got them for a couple of days and make them from scratch. But yeah, apart from that, it's it's, it's quite a limited uh, it's quite a limited menu. <laughs> so I'm going to have to expand it somewhere. I've got some... <laughs> it's, 
He's turned it to Fanny Craddock in the uh, in the close sequence. The world's gone. I didn't preach. Don't go on. I think a lot of people will be. <laughs> I had a brief conversation via uh, direct messaging on that Twitter yesterday with Finn Hudson Prentice, who'd um, put a put a quiz up on the the questions were so difficult it was it was embarrassing. <laughs> you know, he was, you know, but stuff like that, you, you see lots of different people. You know, the toilet roll challenge, which I think is slightly disrespectful, given that there's a complete shortage of toilet rolls. Some, see somebody booting them around the back garden. Seems a bit of a waste to me when you could be just rolling, <laughs> rolling up some socks or something and doing it like that. But uh, there's all sorts of things out there at the moment that you can uh, you can do online to uh, to keep yourself amused. But it, it only lasts so long, doesn't it? It's never yeah. going to thing. And I've got one. I've seen. I've seen one on Twitter that I wanted to pose to both of you. I'll. I'll do it to Tony first. Um, it was a question to bowlers. So with social isolation, you got to stay two meters apart. So would you rather have a first slip and a third slip, or a second slip and a fourth slip, Tony? Ah, oh, definitely two and four. Uh, two and four, two are and much, four. much, much better than than one and three. Two, two and four, because second can always cover. Cover first, anyway, and you, and you especially got Matt at second. Yeah, and, t- and just tell you just tell the keeper to, uh, to to anything to his right, he's got to go for. So uh, yeah, definitely two and four. What would you say? Yeah, I think I think you're right on that one. And and, and Harvey's quite tall, isn't he? I mean, he's, he, he could be a little taller, obviously. Yeah. If he if if he tried, but I mean, he'd be all right diving away to his right hand side to the to the right handers, wouldn't he? Uh, I'd. You'd, you'd, I often think that the first slip is a little, it's one of those positions, isn't it? Sometimes the keeper could get in his way, so it might actually help. Well, yeah, umpire, uh, where's, where's the umpire going to stand if you've got to be two metres away? You've got to go first, past him. First slip is, they always say that first slip's one of the easier places in the slip cordon because it is, you know, you, you're not really, you're watching the ball all the time and, and all, I, I was never a slipper, but. We're very lucky that that we've got Wayne there because he is fa- a fantastic slip fielder, um, mm. one of the best I've I've ever had. You know, standing there for me. Um, but I mean, I've had some some shockers there before. I mean, when <laughs> Shiv, Shiv, Shiv Chandapur, I remember he, he when he was with us. He, he you know Shiv's a legend of the game, and and he, he basically said I think he's he, he got to a stage where his knee was maybe hurting him a little bit. He said oh he said I'll you know I'll go in slips. I've done it done it for the West Indies, and I remember running into bowls. And thinking, where's Shiv in? I could hardly see him. He was that far. He, he was that tight to the keeper. He was almost behind <laughs> the keeper. I could just see the, the right side of his body. And I was thinking, like, <laughs> I think you probably might need to go a little bit wider here, Shiv. And uh, he, he, I think he might have taken a couple in there, but it wasn't long before he was back out there and back at mid-on or or fine leg somewhere where he was kind of not not in that in that slip 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 position. But yeah, no, the first, first his, slip is very key. One of his problems might have been that when he was standing at first slip, he was facing the pavilion. That's never going to work, is it? That's never going to work. I, I, hope, I hope you've told Mads that you think it's the easiest position on the cricket field. And if you uh, haven't, I'm going to make sure you listen to this. Yeah, no, I'm sh- I, I don't think I was the one who did say that it was the easiest, but I've heard it, people say that in, in, the, in all oh, the slip okay. cord, and the, well, a lot of people call it the armchair um, in, in cricketing circles, so... But uh, yeah, Mads is uh, Mads is certainly someone who, who excels there, and um, I mean he, he excel. We had him on the last episode. He excels at most things. So, sorry, mate. Is he the, is he the best best slip fielder you played with? The best slip fielder? Yeah, he'd be up there. Um, 
yeah, he'd be right up there to be honest. Uh, Martin Guptill for a period when he was with us was was exceptional. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I can remember yeah. catching a few. And then he he bust a he bust a finger, and I don't think he ever quite fancied it in there again. He, 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 I mean, he hurt a finger and he came out and he didn't really go back in there. But for a period, he took some. I remember a game at Gloucester. He took three absolute speckies off of um, off of footy. In a, in the game, he got two hundred. You know the game where he, where yeah, he that got game, that quick yeah. two hundred. He took three absolute, but one at gully, one at leg slip, and one at second slip. All three of them dive in one handers. It was unbelievable, like all in one game. And he got and he got a double hundred off about six balls as well. So he had a pretty good game <laughs> that 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 match. But um, that was um, yeah, Guppy. I mean, Guppy's a bit of a freak athlete anyway. But a guy with with two to, two toes on one foot to move how he does and be as quick as he does, he's um, he's pretty special. But um, yeah, I'd say Mads is right up there. And so just longevity, the amount of catches he's, he's caught compared to the ones he's dropped. Um, yeah, he's he's pretty special in there. It's funny though, isn't it? We're talking about re- recreational cricket, and obviously there's none of that anymore, but the first slip in recreational cl- cricket is generally the 65-year-old bloke who's making up the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and, he does, and he does stand tight to the keeper, so the keeper can oh, yeah. take the boundary. And when it does go past him, he, he is pointing out. I mean, what, what about you, Fletch? What, who, who, who's stood out for you? You know, when, whenever you watch cricket in terms of slip fielders and and catches like that, I mean, is there anyone who come, comes to mind? Well, the obvious one is Flintoff, who used to catch mm. flat, didn't he? Absolutely incredible. And, and then close in, but on the on the leg side, um, the uh, the co chairman of selectors now, who uh, who used to fill it in there, didn't he? Uh, what? Oh God, I can't remember his. Blinking name. Who is he? Come on, help us out here, town. Oh, uh, J- uh, James Blake. Taylor. James Taylor. Yeah, Took yeah. A, a couple of absolutely blinding catches at, at, at short leg. Yeah. He had no no right to take. I think that the fact that he was only two foot six helped him because he, he didn't have to crouch down as much as everybody else. But he, <laughs> no, he, he was exceptional in there. I mean, I mean, growing up, I remember, you know, Ian Botham was my hero, and growing up, I remember watching him. Obviously, as 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 a, as a second slipper was was amazing as well. But someone who, who I don't know, people of a, a younger people might not remember or think he was he was that good. But Mike Hendrick was an amazing yeah. slip fielder. Um, you know, for for an big opening bowler, um, he had buckets. And I remember I remember Botham talking about him early on in his career when when Botham made his debut. I watched a lot of the early sort of Botham stuff, and he, he was saying. Uh, we've been saying a lot of times how, how good Mike Hendrick was in there, and um, if you watch that back in the day, like sort of those sev- those mid seventies series, you see him just absolutely catching pigeons in there, uh, Hendo, and and someone who's as big as he was and a big fast bowler. You know, it's, it's not normally, um, you know, like like you say, Flintoff was another one, but there's ne- there's not been that many. Um, well, the, the only one in the, the only one in the modern game in the modern England England side is Jimmy, really, isn't he? Who feels mm. quite off either in the slips or or at gully because you wouldn't expect to to see Broad in there. No, nah. although he's a good, he's a decent fielder, clearly, but you wouldn't expect to see him at slip. But you, you don't bat an eyelid when Jimmy bowls from one end and then goes and and then goes straight in. Yeah, goes straight to slip. I mean, England, England are pretty. Ble- they've obviously got Stokes, who's someone who's who excels at, yeah. at most things as well, and he he, he generally saves it. But like you say, yeah, Anderson's done it a few. He, he he's done it a lot to the to the spinners as well, which is a, a skill in itself. Um, with spin, much more sort of reaction stuff. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely something. You know, 
you know, reminiscing now about <laughs> about slip catching and it's it's, it's actually making me uh, making me want to get out there and bowl now. So it's uh, I just thought, I bet it's giving you the itch a bit, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's that's why I don't want to flick any any cricket on the TV at the moment because that that's that I think that will put me in even worse nick. Um, so yeah, it's just trying trying to keep occupied. Otherwise, I might might, might just have to take up painting or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to come to that eventually, isn't it? The houses will be spotless uh, yeah. in about uh, in about six weeks' time, hopefully. What are you guys doing at the moment? Are you are you guys sort of you know off work and are you, are you working from home? And, and is that what what is the case? Well, if you need any paint to do in, I'm available. Um, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure Blake will echo that as well. Now, when you see. Um, I'm waiting for the next announcement. Who knows when you listen to this, it may already have come because I am self-employed freelance. Uh, and essentially that means that I'm not getting paid anymore. That hasn't, yeah, uh, that hasn't been announced yet, has it? The, the, the no, I've been reading, been, when I say I've been reading various things this morning, what I've been doing is scouring the internet, hoping for some uh, glimmer of hope. And it looks as though today might be the day that we actually get a little bit of, a uh, little bit of hope, mainly because the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra have uh, written to the government uh, to say that they're all freelance and uh, if you've ever seen that episode of Yes Minister where they uh, have to bail out the Royal Opera because uh, all the civil servants go to watch it then that gives me great hope um, <laughs> but yeah but that's yeah what I'm doing is, is ticking over really I've got me and my son and my wife in the house and we're going out as little as possible she's a, a supply teacher he's got yeah. a headache which is a worry in itself yeah uh, uh, yeah, so, uh, unfortunately, uh, pretty much like you, Blake, I'm, uh, making do with talking rubbish to you guys. Yeah, I'm similar. I'm, I'm the same as Fletch, but I've, I've got 12 hours at Radio Derby at the weekends from next weekend, so I've got my contract just to keep me ticking over, but apart from that, I'm in the same boat as Fletch, so, pending and this announcement, I'm gonna be what, doing podcasts, and that's it. What, what is that on the weekends, mate? Is that just in general? Just, like, behind the scenes, um, okay, Radio yeah. Derby. So, well, normally on Saturday it's the, it's the football. It's the sports scene. Um, football, yeah, sports scene. So there's no, none of that. So it's just going to be doing as and what. Maybe not even doing anything. Maybe moving the hours. Obviously mm-hmm. I'm, I'm contracted, so they're going to have to give me that 400 or quid a month, which will keep me going. But on top of that, until there's any sport, I'm in the same boat as Fletch. We're just we're just begging for some sport at the minute. What a time to pass out as a sports journalist from university, eh? Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's impeccable timing. Really, I mean. Uh... It's the Dino timing curse. I've oh, started a podcast, I've got a sports degree, and there's no cricket, no sport. <laughs> no, no, I had all these great ideas for the summer, you know, <laughs> what we were going to do, and then obviously they've been sort of thrown away. But I mean, if, if, if I had to push you for it, for a, I mean, do you think, Fletch first, what, what do you think? I mean, do you, do you, is there, is there going to be, if you had to be a better man, is there going to be any sport, any cricket this year? What do you think? And it's very. I, I, do you know what they know? It's almost impossible to predict what's going to happen tomorrow, mm. let alone what's going to happen in twelve yeah. weeks' time. The only thing that gives me a little bit of hope is that some of the countries who had it early, and this is this is like cod science, really, isn't it? China, uh, Singapore, places out in the far east, uh, they seem to have it under control now, and there are more people on the streets and all the rest of it. But that's when you worry about the second wave, and all of a sudden the self-isolation stops, and everybody starts to pass it on to each other again, and then you're back in lockdown yeah. again. 
I, I really hope that we get a couple of months in. It did make me laugh when somebody on the radio the other day said, well, they might have to play cricket all the way through to the end of September. Yeah, welcome to our world. We've been doing that since <laughs> I started covering cricket in the absolutely freezing cold and the rain and all the rest of it and starting at half ten and hoping that it's still light by half past five. But you really do hope for, for everybody's sanity as much as mm. anything that, that sport gets back. Um, Mark Chapman, who, who is a broadcasting hero of mine, uh, was quoting Arrigo Sacchi, the Italian mm. football manager, about football being the most important, least important thing in the world. <laughs> and, and I just think if you say sport is the most important, least important thing in the world, then you've pretty much got everybody covered because you never thought that you would miss as people have been saying, Burnley versus Bournemouth at four o'clock on a Sunday afternoon, you'd go, no, I'm not watching that because there's another one on tomorrow night. We'd kill for Burnley against Bournemouth on the television right now and we'd watch it over and over again. If you look back at, you know, history, when would have been the last time that something like this would have happened in terms of no, you know, it's got to be the Second World War, would that have been? Yeah, yeah, the last time. So, So, not... You know, a lot of the modern generation obviously weren't even born then. So then they, this this would be for, for many people experiencing this, where there is literally no sport on on telly, no, no nothing like that. Like oh, I say, yeah. A lot of the older generation weren't born then either. By the way, that no, true. Like, different generation to yourself um yeah and even in the and you won't remember this either sadly but in the early 70s when there was all the power strikes and all the rest of it and they stopped you playing sport at night and everybody had to stay in and all everything all the electricity went off at nine o'clock at night and all the rest of it, it was never never stopped sport from being played i remember Completely, west yeah. playing replay in a midweek afternoon and it was on the radio and we all gathered around it and it was great there's just nothing absolutely yeah. nothing it's it's i mean i'm not a, i'm not a huge film watcher i like a bit of comedy but no idea what to do with myself yeah Dylan, i think you're gonna have to start being a film watcher for you. i think you might have to <laughs> work make 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 a little list of uh of, of must watches and, and start working your way through them because like i say this this definitely hasn't sunk in yet for me i mean uh, it's it's hitting me at the moment but i still don't think it's quite sunk in yet just just the, the enormity of everything so you know i'm hopeful that when that does come, I, I kind of handle it quite well because, um, you know, I've, I've had anxiety issues in my, in my life and, and I've struggled with things. Um, so, you know, that's, that's something that I'm really having to try and manage at, at the moment. And, um, you know, we, we get great support with the PCA and, and, and things like that. And so um, I think a lot of a lot, a lot of cricketers will be using that 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 sort of, uh, yeah. you know, assistance in the next few months because I think it is going to be really tough. I was speaking to... to a friend of mine, um, Andy Mitchell, who, who sponsors me, and he, he was saying the same sort of thing. You know, without you know, without cricket and things like that and sport in the summer, a lot of people will will struggle mentally. You know, not it's not just obviously that, that this terrible disease that's that's you know affecting everyone, but like people's mental stability is going to, and it's it's a necessary thing. You know, people going outside to to stop that is it is going to affect people. So. Um, I think it's just yeah, it's just praying that it, it doesn't. It's not. It's not as long as potentially it could be because I'm I'm here in twelve to eighteen months at the moment. Like you know, before things are back to normal. And my yeah. God, I mean, if that was if that if that is the case, it's going to be a, a very difficult time for everyone. So 
you know, fingers 18, crossed. 18 months, we're going to miss two seasons, aren't we? Bloody hell, yeah. That, that, I think that'll be my end of my career. So, uh, it, could, 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 it could it could retire me. But yeah, fingers crossed that isn't the case. And um, yeah. Um, well, I've put the films together. I've, I've heard that Jaws is quite good. Is that is that worth watching? Do, do, the first Jaws? <laughs> oh, oof, yeah. A few, you must have seen that. Come on. <laughs> I have seen that one. Definitely <laughs> on the top of, in, a, in a few people's top tens. That it's a, a great film, but I think yeah, I think a lot of people might be making a few lists of, uh, of films and series to watch, and uh, that's going to be a lot. Of, a lot of people start passing the time. I think, and mm. I've got I've got three or four books here that, that I've been putting off reading. and I think I might have to start start opening them up soon as well. So. Last resort, last resort book. Yeah, that that is the last resort. Yeah. <laughs> It's films, TV, computer we games, the book and, then, and then books. We know the book nah. <laughs> nah. So, yeah, fingers crossed. But um... Oh, thanks. Thanks as ever to both of you. It's been brilliant. It's no like my movie, 45 yeah. minutes. I think with regard to the season, I think... To guys. My, my heart says I might see a few T20s, but my head, my head thinks I don't think I'm going to see any cricket. But while my heart says a few T20s, I'm going to stick with that, and it's going to give me some light at the end of the tunnel. I think, yeah, I think that's the best best way, mate. Best way, but uh, yeah, stay stay safe, and uh, I'm sure I'll catch you all soon, and uh, in some sort of capacity. We're not sure it'll be having a pint or anything like that, but uh, maybe online somewhere. So yeah, yeah. catch you all soon. Cheers, cheers Fletch. Um, cheers, Tom. Cheers, cheers, Fletch. Go well. Cheers, go well.